Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Radio you can touch. I'm gasp. I'm so excited. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. As a high Bob Lutz, higher than a kite, my answer would be, no, man, I can't do it. Hey, man, I'm high. Oh, shocking. Monsters. Jeff Lutz. Please, someone, at Bob Lutz, tell him how misguided he is. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. It's an excursion into the odd and into the very, very different. Stand by for action. Hello, everyone. It's a Thursday edition of the Bob and Jeff Show, KFH Radio. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz, co-hosting the show, Max Power, producing and engineering. 869-1240, that's the IHOP hotline. Uh, As we get to it on a very warm day, another one. It's not that bad outside, actually. I mean, it's not terrible. When they're talking 101 degrees and haze on my... uh, Well, it does not feel like 101 degrees out there. What about the haze? I was only out there briefly. It's a little muggy. You enjoy haze? I don't know what haze is. It looks awful out there. You really don't know what haze is? It's just... It's just overcast. I don't know. Haze is kind of like a, a fog. Uh, There's no haze out there. <laughs> uh, boy, what a bum Shohei Otani is. 0 for 4 in the game today against the Tigers. Oh, wait a minute. He's allowed one hit through seven innings on the mound. He's pretty good. The guy's unbelievable. And they're keeping him, obviously, are the Angels. As they should. Uh, I don't know, man. This As better work. Doesn't matter if it doesn't. Really? No. You don't want prospects? No, you want Shohei. You want Shohei for as long as you absolutely can. You got to try one more time to get into the playoffs with him. This isn't a team that's going to win anything. You just got Lucas Giolito. Oh, you know what? Lucas Giolito isn't that that good. Has had some really good years, and you're the type of guy who would believe that a player can be rejuvenated by a pennant race, so I'm sure you – are thinking high, highly of Lucas You could have gotten the world for Shohei Otani just for a rental. Uh, teams were clamoring. You have to try to get into the postseason when you have Shohei Otani on your team. You cannot let six years go by and no playoff appearances with the greatest talent probably who's ever lived and, uh, and have nothing to show for it but a couple prospects. I don't. I mean, terrible, terrible move. It's not a terrible move. It's, they better uh, do something. Well, I'm sure they're they'll continue. The Angels, their lineup has has never been the problem. Now they I heard pick. a uh, beat writer for the Angels. Well, their lineup's pretty weak right now, without Trout, without uh, Rendon, without uh, several others. Uh, Drury, they they got nobody. Renigfro's fine. Renhifo. Whatever his name is. Moniac. He's he's tearing the cover off the ball finally. But uh, do you trust him? Former number one pick. Right. And he and he's having finally doing something. Uh Ward had a good game today. Mustakas and Renfro retreads, although they're hitting for the Angels. Uh Cabbage. I'd rather have lettuce. Hey, that's a former wind surge player. Uh Chad Wallach's their catcher. And somebody named Velasquez is at shortstop today. Andrew, what are uh, what are Cabbage's numbers? I haven't really looked at those. Uh, 250, 240 on base. How how can you be hitting 250 and have a 240 that's, on base? That's hard to do. 
couple Explain sack, that to couple me. Couple sack flies, I guess. <laughs> that may be the first in the history of baseball. So, well, you need to walk, Trey. Get a couple of uh, walks on the ledger. That's unbelievable. Is he slugging anything? 458. Decent. Not terrible, but not great. This the guy just got so You made up. a couple moves with your guardians bringing uh, pitchers in, Amir Garrett and Noah Syndergaard. How do you <laughs> feel about it? I don't know. No, are either of these guys even going to pitch in the big leagues this year? You have no idea. Uh, they put Syndergaard on the DL, although I think he can come off before the 15 days are up. So, DL, not DL. Whatever it's called. Well, the, 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 I don't know. What are you doing over there? We're trying to eat innings and trying not to have our three rookies pitch 170 innings when they've never had that had to do that before. We're hoping to get McKenzie and Bieber and Quantrill back. And ah, good luck to you. It's not. I don't That's think all they're. I, got. I don't think they're trying to build a World Series winner over there. I think they're trying to get through the season and then reevaluate. Uh, Rosario. How many years can you reevaluate? Well, they were. They just won ninety plus games last yeah, year. Yeah, but how many years can you continue to reevaluate? How How does that sell to your well, fan base? You either You either fall off the face of the earth like the Kansas City Royals do for decades at a time, and or the Why are you lashing out or, at the Royals, or the A's, or some of these teams, the Nationals that just go into the tank, uh, or you try to win eighty seven to ninety games every year and, and take your chances. I guess. I guess what, that's the model. That's and what Cleveland does. My team has yet to make a move, although they're rumored to be making a lot of moves. But well, then sure again, plenty of irons in the fire. But then again, uh, there's talk that they may not make as many moves as we all think they're going to make. I, I don't get it. It's well, why wouldn't? Why wouldn't they? I don't know. What's, they're talking now. Somebody talked about how they're trying to extend Jack Flaherty. That was quickly renounced by Derek Gould. To, batch uh, that would make no sense uh trying you to extend the option if, you, if you're interested in flaherty i suppose i mean i don't think he'd be a strong extension candidate but what do i know you go out and you try to get, you try to get something for these guys yeah try you, to you package uh, some people together and see i mean if you can get what the uh, white Sox got the second and third top prospects from the angels for Lucas Giolito and the the reliever. That gives you hope that you can you can get something for some of these people. Yeah, the Angels notoriously terrible farm system. That pitcher they got has been horrific. The other guy well, he's that, got a four one one ERA. Are you know. sure? Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't like seven one one? Yeah, I am sure. I read up. I read up. Uh, I don't think you I did. do a lot of reading. And I'm gonna look it up again. Okay, look it up. I will. That that's it's bother you like like nothing when I when I'm right about that. Welcome to the Milwaukee Brewers, Carlos Santana. <laughs> well, good luck. To, listen, who am I to mock the Brewers? They're in first place. They needed a first baseman, uh, so they go get Carlos Santana, who's not been terrible with the Pirates this year. Whatever. Kai Bush has a five eight eight ERA in the Southern League. Four point one one in where whatever league he's in now, he's in the Southern League. He's fine. He's ERA a good, for the season is seven point two zero. He's a good. He's a good addition. Well, if that's your third best prospect, you're struggling a little. Well, we'll see. But I believe the Cardinals can can get something of value. And then uh, some more interesting news, unrelated to baseball. Jaquan Walton shows up on the Memphis roster. Strange. Uh, I can't keep track of that guy. He's been with almost uh, half of the 340 Division One schools since he left Wichita State. Just four in the. Uh, That's almost half. In the well, I wasn't trying to. Yeah, why? You. Why do you try to? I wasn't. I just me. said I wasn't. Well, it's only four. I didn't uh, say that's, only four. That's far from half. I was like just four. Like that's not. You know what? I'm, you know it's sarcasm. You know what I'm trying to do. What's the matter with you today? I don't know. What is it? Nothing. You 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 had a moment there. Yeah. Well, I was I was uh, exasperated. Fluster you? I was exasperated for a second. Do I fluster you? Not really. Don't give me that kind of power. You exasperate me sometimes. Well, that's the same you as don't fluster me. Uh, anyway, he's now with Memphis. Uh, 
He's a good player, obviously. Well, Tyson uh, Waterman goes down to Central Florida uh, kind of to be with Jaquan. Jaquan's in the Big 12 and decides, nah, I'll go back to the AAC. Doesn't make any sense. Makes zero and sense. How can he do that? I don't know. Are there? Is there anything? Is there any rule in college sports right now? Well, I don't know it to be fact, but it's. It, they said he decommitted, so apparently he didn't sign a letter of intent. With I guess not. But I, I just, I was, I was flustered by that. Well, it just doesn't. It's bizarre. Uh, pick a place, Jaquan. Uh, we hope you flourish and and build a nice career in life, but settle somewhere. Well, it sounds like he's going to be with Penny Hardaway now in uh, in Memphis. Sure what it sounds like. And to keep going on this, we now have Colorado in the Big 12. Uh, what a, Is that done? I think so. I think it's pretty much all but done. Do they have Arizona, too, or am I imagining? No, they're, they're nothing else. Just Colorado. Uh, rumors swirling that there's one more Pac-12 school. Uh, that will join Colorado because right now the Big 12 is at 13. So they're going to have they're going to be the Big 12 with thir- 14 schools, which drives me nuts. Well, the Big 10 has they were the Big 16. 12 with 10 schools forever. Can we get our ma- how this was higher education? Well, what would you do? I this was higher education. I'd change the name of the conference. It's branding, man. It's not it's, the it's branding? Yeah. So, well, how many schools you got? Well, we got 14. Let's call it the Big 12. Brilliant idea. I got so many branding ideas for that. But give me a break. It's not branding ideas. It's it's branding as in rec- a recognizable so name. You be the branding guy, okay? Not, there's no branding You're guy. You're the branding guy. Well, whoever that is. Hey, uh, why why did you call it the Big Twelve when there's fourteen? Why why would why did we do that? Uh, because it's been the Big Twelve forever, and that's what people no, know. No, it was actually the Big Eight, and then it went to ten, and then it went to twelve, and then it went to. Well, why why are you calling it the Big Twelve? I just told you why, sir. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, it's fourteen. Well, the Big Fourteen is dumb, and why it, not just change it to the Great Midwest or something? It, well, because you have uh, teams outside of the Midwest. All right, why not call it the Great uh, U.S. Because you have Conference USA and uh, the American Conference, and that'll get confusing. But when you have twelve and you when you have fourteen, you call it the Big Twelve. You understand how I have difficulty explaining that to my seven year old? Uh, no, you can explain it like this: It's uh, branding, sir. Well, she doesn't know what branding is, and uh, it's like it's kind of like marketing. You want, uh, but uh, but then I'll tell her that, and she'll say, "Okay, I get it. They they want to be a." Uh, they want to be marketed, but uh, why do they have the wrong number, Daddy? Well, why did Twitter change its name to X when we know Twitter? And that's, you know what I'm saying? No. It's branding. No, I don't know what you're saying. If you have 14 schools, what's the significance you know of how, the number 12? You know how, like, in WWE, they want to get a, away from the term wrestling a lot. They call it sports entertainment. But they haven't changed WrestleMania to sports entertainment mania. And why is that? Because it's WrestleMania. That's their brand. That's their number one. Well, they haven't even changed their name. WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah. Well, sort of. What do you mean, sort of? I don't think they claim to have uh, words for the. I think it's just WWE. What is that? Wait a minute. This is branding? So you've got WWE. I'm back to my seven-year-old daughter. Daddy, what's WWE stand for? Brander, nothing, nothing. You're no wonder it used to stand for World Wrestling Entertainment, but they've tried to get away from the word wrestling. So uh, it used to be WWF, World Wrestling Federation. They had to change it, uh, and they changed it to WWE, and now they're just WWE. Kind of like the ECHL has no, there is nothing, there are no East words. Coast Hockey League. No, it isn't. It's just the ECHL. Are you you're telling me that on their legal document the WWE doesn't have to say anything? What do you mean? Uh, when they're on their taxation uh, document? Yeah, WWE. They just send it to W. It's not World Wrestling Entertainment. I don't think so. Look up their website. Now you now you're driving me nuts. So you can just throw out all this branding and none of it means anything. Kind of yeah. 
Uh, here's what's on the show today. What's on tap, as we call it. At 225, one of my favorite guests, Jim Callis from MLB Pipeline, will be on the show. We'll uh, get his thoughts on the recently concluded Major League Baseball draft. We'll talk to him about the trade deadline. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on the prospects for our two teams, and we'll visit with him about where the Royals are. Uh, and at 325, another of my favorite guests, Blair Kirkhoff, a sports writer extraordinaire for the Kansas City Star. We'll talk to Blair about uh, all the changes in the Big 12, what's going on with the Royals, the Chiefs, everything Kansas City uh, coming up at 325. At 2.45 today, we'll uh, break down the AFC South. Oh, we will. Yeah. That should be pretty easy. We'll break down the AFC South. Kind of figure that one out. Start at the bottom. I don't think the AFC South is going to be very, uh, we'll see, Jacksonville, maybe. I maybe. Jackson. maybe. I love You Jackson. love Jacksonville. Yes. Oh, you love yeah. You love Jackson. Love that team. What their website look like? Uh, they every, acknowledge world wrestling everything, entertainment. Everything that I saw, saw said WWE does stand for world wrestling entertainment. But I know there was a time when they claimed that it didn't stand for anything. So I'm trying to uh, kind of figure that out. Well, there's nothing to figure out if you see that they're saying it stands for world wrestling well, I don't entertainment. see anything like that on WWE. Huh. Just says WWE everywhere. Well, it's got to. You don't have initials that don't stand for anything. ECHL. That's... I, I know that's wrong. Still the East Coast Hawks. No, it's not. Ask Jason Miles. I'll, I'll ask uh, Joel T. Lamerno. Please do. Or Jason Miles. Either one of them can call and and clear that up for us. Because I'll guarantee you on their documentation, when the when the Wichita Thunder has to answer to somebody uh, about what league they're in, they're in the East Coast Hockey League. No, they're in the ECHL. People still call it the Coast. Uh, what about the CHL? Is it still around? I think so. It merged, remember, with the What ECHL? about the NHL? Do they still call that the National Hockey League? Of course. What about the NBA? Is it still the National Basketball yeah, Association? Yeah, National Basketball. You wouldn't need to call that the West Coast Basketball Association because it is national. That's why it's not the East Coast Hockey League anymore because there are teams in California and Texas and Idaho and well, then, Canada. Then change it. Branding. Come up with something creative. Nobody's drawn to the ECHL. And why haven't they changed it? I don't know. What's the next hockey league up? The, the, yeah, the American Hockey League. Right. Right. The American League, they call it. They don't call it the American League. Yeah, they do. No, there's already an American League in baseball. When they, no, they say it's the American League. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. They absolutely do I was do around not. these people for 10 years. I know what they say. They call well, it the, They ought to be sued. The East, they say the East Coast League or the Coast, and they say the American League. If I was, uh, if I'm Rob Manfred, who just got an extension as the Major League Baseball commissioner, and I happen to hear that, I'd throw a lawsuit at him as quick as How I could. How would you be able to do that? Copyright infringement. What about the American Athletic Conference? That's fine. They got another word in there. They don't call it the American League. They could. They, if they do, I'm throwing a lawsuit at them. I'm talking about uh, the vernacular. The American Athletic Conference. So anything that has American in it can, is is subject to a lawsuit by the American no, League of no, Baseball. No, the American. If you call it the American League, if, if if you call the American Hockey League just the American League, I'm I'm suing you for everything you own. Really? Yeah, there's a reason you protect your copyright and your trademarks. What about the uh, Le American League of Orchestras? No, don't have a problem with that. Why? Because they don't just call it the American League. Yeah, they, they do. They have some other words in there. Well, so does the American Hockey League. No, not if you call it that. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying. No, I I'm, I'm making perfect sense. I think you're having a Mitch McConnell moment if, right now. If Don't make light of Mitch McConnell. I'm not. You, you know, all I read is if you're old, you can't function. If you're old, you... And, and to some degree, I understand that. I don't know why we have politicians who are 
this old. I don't know. I it, 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 I, I wouldn't run for office at my age. I, I wouldn't encourage you to. I think uh, we should have term limits and, and keep things reasonable. I mean, we're out of control. Well, I'm with you. There you go. We agree on that. Of, of course. Uh, a, a seat in the Senate or the, or the House should not be a seat forever. Well, it's not, but you do have to be reelected. You do, but it's pretty, apparently pretty easy to get reelected. In some, Especially in the Senate. I guess so. You just show up and, and you're, you're basically in. That seems to be how it works. All right. How do we get on that topic? Too old. Yeah, don't call me old again. (laughs) We'll take a break, come back and talk with Jim Callis. He's been uh, covering baseball at the amateur level for many, many years. Now he covers it at both the amateur and the professional level. He's an expert, an expert in prospects and draft and all that cool stuff. And he joins us next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Well, Max, this does not match the uh, music I was sent, but we'll go with it. Bad Moon Rising, Creedence Clearwater Revival, hard to miss, celebrating the first moon landing from 1969. Jim Callis joins us, MLB Pipeline, MLBpipeline.com, longtime uh, writer about uh, baseball. Uh, Jim, welcome. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Happy to have you. So Shohei Otani, 0 for 5 today, that bum. But he has a one-hitter with two outs in the ninth inning. He has a one-hitter with two outs in the ninth inning. I guess I spoke too soon. I guess if he can pitch a little bit, then, then you can hang on to him. But, uh, yeah, he, I mean, he's – I do think and, – and I'm not saying this with any hyperbole. I, I do think he's probably the most talented baseball player that's ever played in the major leagues just to do what he's done both ways at a high level for this long is, is unbelievable. And, and I, and I actually think this is going to sound goofy too. I actually think he's a little underrated. Cause I, I mean, Bob, you've covered baseball. Like, I mean, we've covered the college World series 30 years ago together. And I mean, you know how much work pitchers have to do just in between starts. And so to, to be a full-time hitter and, be a pitching at the level he is for as long as he's done it. I mean, nobody's ever done this before. He's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Jeff. And, and before you ask your question, I do want to ask you the question, Jim, 
Did the Angels, are the Angels making the right decision by not trading him at the deadline and hope, hoping that he leads them not only to the postseason but a deep run and potentially an opportunity to re-sign him in the offseason? I think it's probably going to wind up being a mistake. I mean, they're four games back in the wild card race. And while that doesn't seem like a lot, that is a lot at this point in the season. They've got three teams they have to – I'm sorry, they have four teams they have to overcome to get that last wild card spot. Mike Trout's hurt. Rendon's hurt. The pitching's kind of shaky. I mean, yes, he's a great player, but at the end of the year, you're probably going to lose him and get – it's so hard to keep track of the rules because they change depending on how much your payroll is. Get a second round pick for him. I mean, in retrospect, and look, I get you know that they wanted to roll it back out, but in retrospect, we may look back that they made a huge mistake by not trading him last year when you had had the extra year of control and you might have gotten a Juan Soto like package for him. But I mean, it, it's it's tough to, to 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 you know, and they're clearly not going to trade him now after making the trade with the White Sox, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think, you know, I, I don't think they're going to make a wild card run. And the only way that I think you can justify keeping Shohei Otani is if you wind up making the playoffs. And I think the odds are long. So I would have, I would have, I would have played the odds and traded him myself. So who then, Jim, now becomes uh, the biggest name that you believe will be traded at the deadline? Maybe Marcus Stroman. With the Cubs, they haven't seemed like they've wanted to extend him. <clears throat> you know, he's, I mean, look, I mean, I get it. You know, he's pitching when he was pitching very well. He wanted to talk extension, you know, it, it, you know, when he, he was going really well. And, he, and he's had a very good season, but they haven't seemed interested in it. He's an older guy. I don't think they want to commit, you know, multi years, multi year deal to a, a pitcher, you know, in his 30s like that. So I, I'm going to say Marcus Stroman. I mean, I could be forgetting somebody. We'll, we'll see. But I think Stroman. What do you guys think? Well, if you add Bellinger into that mix with the Cubs, they're kind of a team in the Angels category in my mind because they uh, begin a four-game set tonight in St. Louis. They're hot. They won five in a row. They're one game below 500. Uh, they might be might be telling themselves that they're in this. I don't know. It's, uh, well, they're they're trickier, to too. They're, they're, they're trickier, too, Bob, because, I mean, if you look at run differential – which is probably a better, you know, it kind of removes some luck from the equation. They, 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 they've outscored their opponents. They should probably have a three or four, which would put them right in the wild card race. And I mean, I live here in Chicago, and Cubs. It's funny, you know, Cubs fans won't you know, won a World Series finally in 2016, and it looked like the team was set for a long time, and they couldn't develop pitching. And Cubs fans are very. I shouldn't say very, but Cubs fans are unhappy, and they're not going to be happy if the team sells for the third deadline in a row. But that might be what they're looking at. You know, Bellinger's a little trickier because you know with Stroman, you can't offer him a qualifying offer because he's already been through that once. So if Stroman leaves, the Cubs get nothing as a free agent. With Bellinger, you could make him a qualifying offer, and if he left, you'd at least get a draft pick. And I think they'd like to have Bellinger back. He fits their team very well. So, I, I mean, yeah, I think there'd be a lot of interest in him too, but I don't – you know, it's hard to get a read on the Cubs. They're kind of right on that, that fence also. Jim Callis with us, senior writer, MLBpipeline.com. You can find his work at MLB.com. Uh, I want to ask you, of course, about my team, the Cardinals, because they're in an unusual position this year of being sellers, and according to their – Director of Baseball Operations, John Mazalock, they are going to sell at a high level. I'll believe it when I see it. What do you think the Cardinals will do, and what do you think they should do? Yeah, I mean, they do have an older team that, that's been really disappointing. I, I think they kind of overrated how good their pitching staff might have been, and that's come back to bite them. Um, I, you know, I mean, they should sell. I mean, the, the question, I mean, if you're a Cardinals fan, Bob, I'm sure your question is, is what, what what does that mean? Are they selling Jack Flair, Gunnery, and maybe Dylan Carlson? Or are we talking, are they shopping 35-year-old Paul Goldschmidt? Are they shopping Arenado at all? Like, I mean, they really wanted to sell. They have all kinds of guys who would be interesting. My, my, my guess is, is it will be kind of a, a mild sell, 
that they're not going to just sell everybody and that they're going to look at it as 2023 has been a lot of bad fortune and they'll try to bring it back next year and contend again. I, you know, I still think they need a lot of pitching help. Like I don't see, you know, a lot of guys there who, who miss bats or, you know, look like, you know, frontline starters, but that division is a very winnable division. It, no, nobody looks like a juggernaut right now for the next two or three years. So I can see that thinking too, that if, Hey, they just, you know, make a couple good moves in the off season, they'll be back in contention. But I, I'm very curious because I mean, if they wanted to go all in on a, on, you know, selling, they have a bunch of guys who I think people would be interested in. I'll ask you, Jim, about my team now, which is uh, the Guardians. And, you know, it's just like a, a fan to be frustrated with the front office, but they've traded Junior Caminero, Yanni Diaz, Nolan Jones, Will Benson, and the only major league piece they have in return is Miles Straw. So, and, and a lot of their prospects have lost this year. Are they in a position to, to do anything significant at the deadline? Well, they do have prospect depth and they do have pitching depth, so I think they could. I mean, the thing that I think has got to frustrate you if you're a Cleveland fan is, I mean, you know, they have a very low payroll, like, and you know, they, they've developed a lot of players. Like You just mentioned a bunch of guys they trade off and didn't get much for. They still have a ton of young talent. They still have depth in the farm system. But they just haven't really opened the payroll at the big league level. You know, I mean, they're fifty. They're last in the National League in home runs. I mean, I'm sorry, last in the American League in home runs. And you know, they made the playoffs last year, but they couldn't score it all in the playoffs. I mean, they got by the Rays because the Rays couldn't score either, and then they got eliminated by the Yankees. But you know, even if they make the playoffs, I just, I just don't look at that lineup as a lineup that's going to be very formidable against the higher caliber pitching you're going to see in the playoffs. But, I mean, it's a creative front office. They're not afraid to trade prospects. You just cited several who have gone on to bigger and better things. Um, it'll be interesting. But, like, that one, I, in a way, that's got to be one of the more frustrating, frustrated fan bases, I think. You know, having won a World Series since 1948, have come close a couple times. And – at the same time, I mean, you have a lot of young, interesting players, but ownership just doesn't spend. I mean, there's a lot of room to add payroll there. You know, they aren't even close to $150 million payroll, which would be, you know, mid-level. And you could really do some damage if they took the payroll to 150 but it just seems like they're kind of content to have low-level payrolls and, you know, good, not great teams and, and kind of spin their wheels a little bit. Jim Callis, our guest, we're talking baseball. So before we ask you about the Royals and that uh, disaster happening in Kansas City, I want to get your thoughts on three really, uh, especially two really disappointing teams, the Mets and the Padres. And I guess I'd throw the Yankees into that mix to some degree, although with Aaron Judge injured, they get a little bit of a pass. But where are the Mets and the Padres at this point? Because, my goodness, they spent so much money. They brought in so many stars, and they are uh, a combined uh, twelve games under five hundred. Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> those are two of the more disappointing teams we've seen in recent memory. I mean, the crazy thing with the Padres, like I was talking about with the Cubs, I mean the Padres have actually, if you just look, you know, runs scored, runs allowed, the Padres should you know have a fifty-seven and forty-six record. I mean they've actually. And, you know, I mean, that's the name of the game, right? Score runs, prevent runs. They've actually done that pretty well, but instead they're 49 and 54. I, I, I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making a bold prediction. They're six and a half games out right now. I do think that team is pretty talented and I, I think they could have a run in them. I mean, they like, like kind of like I was saying about the Cubs. I mean, they've played better than the record shows, but now at the end of the day, you know, wins a win and they don't have enough of them. You know, the Mets, that's a little trickier. They they just, I mean, not only do they not have a good record, they really haven't played well. Like, they're 10th in the National League in scoring. They're 8th in the National League in pitching with the highest payroll in baseball history. Uh, you know, you got Scherzer and Verlander, who are 38 and 40 years old each, making $43 million apiece. You know, Verlander especially is not missing bats like he has in recent years. You know, he's 40. Um, you know, what's interesting is, I mean, that's kind of an older team, too. Like, so I don't it, – it, and it's like when you spend $300-plus million, 
you know, like, are you going to spend more than that to plug more holes? Like they have, they have a lot of questions. I, I just think that team, it's just not going to happen for them this year. And again, I mean, people speculate, Oh, could they trade Scherzer or trade Verlander? And those guys have no trade clauses. I, I don't know, but like, I think they're going to have to kind of go back to the drawing board and, I don't know what their payroll commitments are for next year. I know it's still a lot and Steve Cohen can spend what he wants. So that's not really an object, but like, you know, I don't think the solution is just going to be, let's take the payroll from 300 million plus to 400 million plus. I mean, at some time point, you got to address your issues, you know, with the Yankees. Yeah. The, the judge injury has hurt them. They also like have got a, a, a you know, so a lot of age and a lot of spots in the lineup. And the pitching's been kind of all over the place in the rotation behind Garrett Cole. And all that said, with everything that's gone wrong, they're still 54 and 48. I mean, they they still need, even though they're in last place right. in the American League, which is ridiculously deep. And, and I do think the AL teams, to some extent, are beating up on the Royals and A's, which is fattening the records a little bit. But, I mean, shoot, 54 and 48, you'd be leading the National League Central. Uh, I mean, the American League Central. And they're still only two and a half out of the wild card, even though they're in last place in AL East right now. So, you know, I, I think there's going to be a scramble. I think there's a number of AL teams in contention. Last question for Jim Callis from MLBPipeline.com. Uh, since you are are so invested in the draft and the prospects, I want to ask you about the Royals because uh, their major league roster has not done it. Uh, it it's not performing at the level uh, they had hoped. Their farm system is not ranked very high. There are skeptics even about their uh, most recent draft that just concluded a few weeks ago. Where are the Royals in your estimation right now, Jim? Yeah, no, I mean, they're a few years away from contending. I mean, I think the one of the things that, that's you know, more positive things you could probably say is, like, they're in a division where I don't think anybody's really set up to run away with it in the next few years, but... You know, they've got a couple young players who are interesting in building around. But, no, I mean, you're right. I mean, big league team, I mean, it's right there with the A's. as the worst team in baseball. I think they're, what, a game ahead of the A's right now? Um, right. The farm system is not particularly deep. I think their draft was fine. Um, you know, Blake Mitchell, you know, they, they, they cut a deal with him at number eight to move some money around. But I thought Blake Mitchell was the best high school catcher in the draft. And if he wasn't a catcher, he still could have been a first-round pick because the bat's that good. And he's staying a catcher. He's not a, a hitter masquerading as a catcher. I like Blake Mitchell. Blake Walters, their second-round pick, was one of the best high school pitchers in the draft. Now, you could also say that the Royals have not had, you know, really any success draft developing high school pitchers recently. You know, they, they invested a million and a half in their third-round pick, another high school pitcher. They got some interesting hitters like Carson Rocafort and Spencer Nivens and Jared Dickey, who are all good college bats and their fourth rounder hunter owen he's got some upside he had he was a potential first round pick or supplemental first round pick and he, he kind of came down with a tired arm late but i i think he's more upside than your typical fourth rounder so i didn't mind their draft but even if they have a, a very successful draft like one it's going to take a couple years two three years at least for a lot of those guys you know there's a lot of high school guys in there to get to the big leagues and and two they're going to need more than one good draft to turn it around. I mean, it's, it's not going to be a quick turnaround. Great stuff. You're a, you're outstanding to talk with. We appreciate it. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, no problem. Always good talking to you, Bob. Always brings back fond memories of uh, Rosenblatt stadium. So, uh, that uh was, anytime. Uh, that was a lot of fun back in the day. <laughs> it definitely Take was care, Jim. Take care guys. Bye-bye. All right. Jim Callis, MLB pipeline.com. He was just a young guy kind of breaking in with baseball America back in those years. And he showed up at Omaha and shockers were there every year. I was there every year. One of the great uh, um, baseball writers of our time. There you go. Always. Me, me or Jim. Yeah. J yeah. You or Jim. That's Thank correct. You. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Well, he didn't give you much with the guardians to be happy about. Well, I saw your mood sink after that. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know the answers to the questions I ask about the Guardians. I'm, I'm on top of the organization. 
That's uh, frustrating, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's all you can do as a fan. You can, you just have to see what happens. They called up Oscar Gonzalez again. He's been hot at AAA. Yeah, good for them. David Fry's performing uh, well. He's been, been outstanding. Yes, thank He's you. On, Fry's on fire. He's frying. That's right. Uh, how about the uh, hearings before Congress yesterday about aliens? I haven't delved into it very much, but it it sounds like there was, I, I don't know, what's going on? Um, I don't know. They found non-human remnants of something somewhere. Uh, what? One time. That's what they were called. What? Again, I didn't read a whole lot about it either. Well, read, why why aren't we reading a whole lot uh, about it? Talked about people seeing these objects who just fly uh, in possibly impossibly fast, and why aren't we why aren't we devoting our entire world to that right now? I don't know, because what uh, what's it gonna do? What's it gonna do? Yeah, if I know there are aliens, okay, but if you know there are aliens. Then there are aliens right now. Are they are they amongst no, us? And nothing is happening. Are they amongst us? I don't know. I, I don't know I either. Would, I would tend to doubt it, but what uh, I don't know. I've not experienced uh, with. Well, these I need people. to read more about it. Where where do I go to read more about? Anywhere. It? Uh, I'll, I'm going to search it out tonight. Okay. Well, let us know what you. I, find I am. Out. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to have some answers uh, on tomorrow's show. Eight six nine twelve forty the IHOP hotline. I said we were going to break down, uh, starting kind of looking at the NFL. Although there's a lot of talk about the NFL, so but I guess I'll I'll uh, I'll jump in and break down the AFC South, which last year was far and away the worst division in the National Football League, with Jacksonville's nine and eight record winning uh, that division. Tennessee at seven and ten, Indianapolis four twelve and one, Houston three thirteen and one, and I'm not sure how much better. You love Jacksonville. What do you love about it? Uh, they picked up Calvin Ridley. They Trevor Lawrence is uh, on the cusp of superstardom. I believe is he? Yeah, I like Jackson. That's quite a statement. I like Jacksonville more than I like Buffalo. I I think Jacksonville is Team C in the AFC behind Kansas City and Cincinnati. Uh, I think Buffalo, it's not happening. Jacksonville, that's on the rise. Uh, they've got good young pieces, and I like them. They've got a good a quite a stabilizing that, coach. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is on the cusp of superstardom. Well, I think we all saw it last year, didn't we? He was pretty good last year. Uh Give me his. Give me uh, Josh Allen's numbers. I'm not again. I'm not saying it's already happened. Well, no, that's I'm just saying Josh if, Allen's I'm numbers. I'm saying if I'm buying stock, and the choices are Josh Allen or Trevor Lawrence. Justin I'm, Herbert just signed a huge extension. Yeah. Who, who would you rather have, Justin Herbert or Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. You're, you're 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 kidding. Didn't Trevor Lawrence just beat Justin Herbert in the playoffs? Well, I don't know. Give me Josh Allen's numbers. I'm not. I'm sure they're better than what Josh than what uh, Trevor Lawrence. But I just did. want to compare them. What are they? I'll give you Trevor Lawrence's numbers from from last season. Okay. Sure. Are you prepared? Yeah. You've got Allen. Yep. All right. From 2022, uh, 4,113 yards. What Allen had? 4,283. Comparable. 25 touchdowns. 35. Eight interceptions. 14. A rating of 95.2. QB quarterback rating? Yes. I don't know where that is on this. Quarterback rating of 54.5. QBR? Yeah, QBR. Uh, This guy's was... 71.4. 71.4. What was the quarterback rating? The uh, the rating. I don't know what it means. 
significantly higher for Allen. Right. Right? Sure. You agree with that? I guess. I mean, what does it mean? Do I know? Not really. So, Trevor Lawrence, very good quarterback. Um, I don't know if he's I don't know if he's be he's on that level below the the stars. No. I'm again, I'm all in on Trevor Lawrence. All in. Uh, best college prospect they said coming out since Peyton Manning. The guy clearly has talent. Who's he, they? He was everybody. He's he's twenty four. He's three years younger than Josh Allen. Uh, he he wasted one year with Urban Meyer uh, and got back to it last year and was much much better. He's going to be much much better again this we'll year. We'll see. He's certainly intriguing. Adding Cal- Calvin Ridley to that uh, receiving he's got core. Travis at the end is his featured back. Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones, and the tight end Evan Ingram. Uh, I'm saying Trevor Lawrence will be he'll be picked in our fantasy draft uh, in the seventh round. Okay, well I'll get him in the sixth then. We'll win the league. Are we having a fantasy draft? Of course we are. Are we doing World Series of Faceoff? Are we nah, giving up? we giving that up? Okay. Nobody wanted to play. I'm not here for people's amusement. I'm here to play. No. And unless people overwhelm me with a desire to play the World Series of Faceoff, we're done with it. Fine. How do you feel about that? Mm. That's what you call being decisive. Not really. The decision was kind of made for us. No, I'm decisive. Mm, the decision was made for. I'm going to stand by that. Are there other teams in the AFC South? Well, they're all intriguing because they all have rookie that, quarterbacks. That could be good. I'll well, just ask you that question. Depending on uh, Tennessee could be good because they're not yet handing it over to their rookie quarterback, Will Levis. They'll still have Ryan Tannehill. They added DeAndre Hopkins. They probably feel like they have something, uh, but they were not very good last They've year. They've got Derrick Henry. Yeah. Uh, the guy's only got so much mileage on him. Traylon Burks, anything there? I like him. Nick Westbrook Ekine. Anything there? Not really. He's just kind of kind of a guy. I don't see it with them. They'll be okay. They'll win some games cuz they also have a very good coach. But uh I don't know I don't know if I like Tennessee. I know I here I keep telling you Indianapolis has something. Mm. I would not be shocked to see them win this division. Yes, you would. No, I'm, ma- I'm making on, man. that statement. Don't be like that. Don't be like that. You name their receivers. Well, I got. I love their receivers. Michael Pittman. How good is he? He's okay. He's not your prototypical number one wide receiver. How about Alec Pierce? Again, just a guy. Josh Downs. And uh, and you you've got you've got Gardner Minshew. He's not going to play. You think they're going to throw Anthony Richardson right out there? I absolutely well, then do. Then I love it. Oh, but he's going to lead them to the division title. I think it's a it's in a, year one. It's a stretch, but I love Jonathan Taylor if he's healthy. And, uh, you know, I like that team. I, I've told you that forever. Indianapolis can be exciting. They were a real disappointment last year. And what about well, the terrible. Houston Texans? C.J. Stroud. Bryce Young, I mean. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, C.J. Stroud. <laughs> what is wrong with you today? I get those guys mixed up so much, you wouldn't even believe it. <laughs> Nico Collins, Robert Woods, John Mechie third, Damian Pierce, they're featured back. I don't know. They're, they're a ways away. Right? They're a ways away. Well, it depends away. on how good C.J. Stroud is. They've got a pretty good defense, but they, they got some problems. So your pick is Jacksonville. Jacksonville. And I think that's obviously the safe pick. I think Tennessee could be in the mix. Oh, I think they'll finish second. Houston third, Indy last. Boy, Indy, you're just really down on Indy. They could go seven and ten or six and eleven. This division will be better than it was last year, in my opinion. And don't sleep on Houston's receivers. They they had a terrible quarterback last year. John Mechie was not there because he had leukemia, but that's the guy who went to Alabama. He's got a. Uh, well, I like I like uh, Robert Woods. He's just a 
He's okay. Veteran presence. And Nico Collins had, you know, he had some moments. I'm excited but, for for Nico Collins. I don't know how, how excited I am. I like him. Two touchdowns last year. But what's he, like 6'4"? And just... That's two more touchdowns than I had. That's not that impressive. Well, you also had a better quarterback throwing to you for than For instance, than if Davis I was at Mills. Thanksgiving dinner with, what, what's his name? Nico Collins? Yeah. Uh, and somebody asked, how many touchdowns? Did you catch last year, Nico? And he said, I caught two. I'd chime in and say, I, I didn't catch any. I'm only two behind him. How do you think that'd go over? Nico's good. Are you just ignoring me now? Kinda, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't think you're putting the proper respect on Nico Collins' name. How do I respect a guy that had 400 Davis yards? Davis Mills. Okay. I'll, I'll, and you know what? You know when you get my respect? When you earn it. Did Davis Mills earn your respect? No, I don't so like how Davis could his Mills. receivers? You, you, you get an opportunity. If and you're Davis Mills, you take that opportunity and you run with it, right? And he didn't. Right. So that's why they drafted so Some of that CJ responsibility Stroud. falls on the receiver. And they draft. No, it doesn't. I believe, I firmly believe but that. Then watch how much better Nico Collins is this year. Well, there's our AFC South. A guy really. I may take in our fantasy draft. Really? I just might. I believe. I, can't wait I believe in Nico Collins. I can't wait till you take him. Well, just wait, man. And you've never been a threat in fantasy. Meanwhile, I'm I'm winning championships. A championship. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to finals. I'm I'm one of the most decorated fantasy football people in Wichita. One championship is what they've decorated. We will with. return momentarily with our second hour, a Thursday edition, the Bob and Jeff Show, KFH. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.